Welcome to another edition of Survivor Stories, brought to you by Podcast 99. I'm Ryan Lichten. I'm here with Parks Miller. In the flesh. And why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, Matt? Uh, I'm Matt Pruitt. I went to Woodstock 99. Fuck. Yes, he did. Yes. And this is a, this is a very special Survivor Story because uh, we just did a show. Been a crazy Atlanta. weekend. Feeling a little... Uh, I'm not. Rough. I'm not going to go on record and talk about this weekend. Um, I, I got to plead the third on that. Um, <laughs> the third. But uh, yeah, so we did a show in Atlanta at the Earl, which is a famed venue in East Atlanta. And uh, as we were putting flyers up to promote it, uh, Matt he works at the Earl and he saw the flyers and said, "Hey, I went to Woodstock '99." So then he told uh, the promoter Damon who emailed us and was like, you're not going to believe this. Uh, our door guy, Matt, went to Woodstock. So you're like, holy shit, this is serendipity at its finest. Yes, it's all coming together now. Yeah, It was so, meant to be. Yeah. So <laughs> we, are, we are so in a room to have you uh, tell your story, man. Yeah, no problem. I'm here. All right. So, yeah, we did we did this show. Uh, you know, we ran through the whole history of Woodstock. Now, folks, as far as we can tell, this could very well be the very last Survivor story that we do because we are almost at the end of Woodstock 99. Uh, as culture dumps, we will be continuing with other topics. But uh, this is kind of the uh, Survivor story finale. And to me, it's really interesting because, you know, on the other like we had Mike Scriber, who had, you know, a. a Arguably not that great of a time. Uh, we had Andy who, you know, watched uh, more movies than he saw music there. Um, you know, which is still the funniest thing ever. They, he, <laughs> they played The Mask at Woodstock 99. They know. did. Yeah, yeah. They had, they, had, they had that movie thing. But we'll, we'll get to all that. Um, but I loved your stories. Matt also brought a bunch of pictures that he had taken that were blown up into, like, nice, like, gallery prints uh, that we put up at the event. And there's so many things that were insane. Most of it is of the Peace Wall, which, uh, again, is something, you know, we're going to get to you actually seeing this stuff. But these pictures are incredible because in our live show, which you can watch on our Patreon, we show a clip of the rave. And there's this girl who we always said was the prettiest girl at Woodstock 99. You actually have a picture of her as well. And so I was like, holy shit. It's like seriously all coming together now. So it's 1999. They announced that Woodstock 99 is happening. What's going on? Um, well, one of my roommates, he was like, hey, we have to go to this. And, you know, so he's in there. What, what about it? Were you just like, we have to go? Uh, well, the lineup, I mean, yeah. so who, who corn rage against the machine. Uh, let's see. Kid rock. All the, all the heavies, the heavy hitters. Yeah. Like we've, we've done like solo episodes on most of those acts, yeah. but, uh, so yeah, you're into the heavier stuff. Yeah. Uh, but you were living in Georgia. Yes. So you had to make the plan. Like, like give us like the, the, how do you prep to go to Woodstock 99? Well, lucky for us, you know, we know plenty of people that had tents. So we just grabbed up a tent, um, a couple sleeping bags. It wasn't hot, but, you know, obviously you don't want to be laying on the, the ground. Right. Um, cooler, 
<laughs> what did you have in the cooler? Uh, we were drinking water. Uh. <laughs> but see, they wouldn't let you. They wouldn't let you bring anything in. Yeah, you, I'm, I'm a smoker, so right. Yeah, you not, get, not not interested in drinking on that trip. Right. <laughs> well, and it's probably for good reason because uh, it seemed like it was a little hard to navigate the grounds out there, you know. So being high, you can pretty much handle anything, whereas <laughs> yeah. uh, being drunk, it really uh, throws a wrench into things yeah. sometimes. So you guys drove up there, right? Right. Uh, so how so, long was that trip? I want to say it was like a twelve-hour trip. Damn, that's pretty fast. Honestly. It was 12, 14 hours, something yeah. like that. Well, you're still so far um, out of the survivors we've had, I think, the longest drive to Woodstock. The pilgrimage. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so. see, there was two separate cars. Me and a roommate, we left like Thursday night. Another roommate and his friend, they left on Friday morning or Friday afternoon. So they were like 12, 14 hours behind us. Yeah. Oh, and that's already cutting into like the first day. Yeah. We, so d- we so showed up, we rolled up and James Brown was playing right out, right yeah. inside the front and gate. So that's the, that's the first official act. Yeah, uh, of, of day one, the yeah. first person to play was James Not Brown. The pre- there was a pre-show but on Thursday. I have, to, but... I have to back up just a little bit. It's 1999. You're 12 hours apart from your other party. How do you meet up? How do you find each other? We never ran into each other. <laughs> we were we were 50 to 100 yards from each other multiple occasions and you know, no cell phones that time of, right, if they did have wondering. cell phones they were probably cost a lot of a lot of money. Right. I, no, Big bricks. Yeah. All right, so did you go and and watch James Brown? I mean, after you got your tent and everything like the security check, all that you're inside the gates now was the main stage kind of close to where you would go in or did you have to like go deep into the area uh, if i remember right he was like on a side stage well they were all like, yeah uh, no he, he played on the main stage yeah. but i'm sure like just the way it's okay. set up there because it's an air force base yes you know, was, was that bizarre hangers everywhere that is weird as shit and, and like i guess i i we didn't go to the i didn't go to the raves the pictures that were taken were from one of my roommates. Oh, okay. And he went around taking pictures, and I guess the raves were in the hangars. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we we went to see bands and trip and <laughs> wand- we wandered around looking at, you know, what the vendors had. We didn't have very much money at at that time, so we were kind of what kind of trying things do you remember by. them selling? Like, what what kind of vendors did you, if you can remember, like uh, t-shirts, uh, fucking stickers, yeah, <laughs> your your general merchandise. Um, you know, hey, you could buy drugs anywhere. Uh, we're walking, we're walking in that day, and and a guy just flips over garbage can lids on the top of the garbage cans and starts emptying his pockets out and he's got $10 bags of weed, $20 bags of weed on the other one, you know, just like setting up shop. Oh yeah. They, they allowed you to pretty much do whatever you wanted to do. So now, uh, I know that we are, you know, recording and you're, you're (laughs) being on record, but I'll leave it up to you. If you want to divulge, if there was a, any particular uh, trip that you had in mind 
I'll, I'll, I'll leave it up to you if you want to divulge that, you know. Well, but, uh, you know, uh, I think everybody was tripping up there. It was a tripping good time. <laughs> <laughs> so now here's a question, though. Like, I mean, just to kind of tie it back to like Woodstock 69 or something. But uh, I mean, was there anything particularly psychedelic about being there? I mean, like, you know, were, were you trying to like drop acid and see corn? Uh, definitely. (laughs) Um, corn was definitely good. Um, but we did that the second night, uh, for Rage Against the Machine and... How close were you, like, up in those pits? Because, I mean, those mosh pits are seriously some of the craziest things that anyone's ever seen. Oh, we were close. Oh, my God. You had to jump to, like, save your life? Uh, no, but there was a guy (laughs) that he got hurt and he couldn't walk. He was laying there on the ground. They had to bring a stretch uh, stretcher board in. Whoa! And yeah, and haul him out. Oh my god! Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was it was gnarly. Was that like a common thing? I mean, we're like you were in the shit, and like it seems like you remember again a little bit more than than some of our other gnarlier survivors, like for instance Tony B, <laughs> who was also at. You know, very close up watching Rage Against Machine. Right. I, I believe he actually got crowd surfed out when he was starting to like have it. You know, yeah. he's like, oh, send me up. Let me get the fuck out of here. But I, uh, I mean, do you remember it being particularly like crazy? I mean, was it scary at all? Was it like, whoa, shit, this is like some gnarly shit? Or was it just a good time kind of all around while you're in it? it? It was gnarly, but at the same time, it was like very the the guy on the ground was very distracting to the show but it was like <laughs> you know you're you're looking up at the show and then you kind of check to make sure that the guy laying on the ground isn't getting trampled on or anything but then it's like okay i'm off back to the show again yeah right you well, know. how much nudity like, like was was there a lot of nudity going uh, on Did you yeah, catch any of that <laughs> everywhere there was People walking around with next to nothing. There were people having sex everywhere. Oh, oh, wait. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Any? Okay. Good. Out so in the open. The they didn't care. It was like a nudist colony. <laughs> there was a guy walking around that had gutted a TV and busted out the window of the TV and had it on his head. <laughs> walking around with a yellow cape and nothing else. Oh my god. That's my next Halloween costume. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, are we on Mars? <laughs> the answer now, is yes. So Matt, what like previous to this, had you gone to like any other like really crazy concerts before then or big festivals? Was this like your first music festival? Uh first music festival traveling anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've I, been to a lot of things in Atlanta, a lot, you know. Uh, well, so you probably went to the the music Midtown, right? Back I'm in the day, never went to Midtown, but there was another event that uh, Three Eleven played at the <laughs> at Lakewood. Oh, okay. Um, but I can't think of what they called it. But it was an all day thing at Lakewood. So you were like a seasoned 
show goer by the time you went to 99 like oh yeah you, you were you were well equipped because you one thing you told me uh earlier was that you didn't see limp biscuit at woodstock but you had already seen them previously uh yeah yeah was that saw, in atlanta uh that might have been afterwards i just remember yeah it was in atlanta at phillips arena it was method man and red man opening up for uh limp wow biscuit. yeah what a time to be alive. That was a wild show. They they had like 20-foot speakers, and Method Man and Red Man were up on those speakers. Just wow, sitting there rapping against each other from one side to the other. Damn. Yeah. God. Okay. So back to People are having sex Woodstock. everywhere. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Which yeah. is insane. I mean... Again, I'm I'm so focused in on that because that's crazy shit to see. I mean, like just anywhere. so like, were they on blankets oh, on the uh, ground uh, <laughs> on a piece of cardboard? Like, let's talk about uh, sex. <laughs> uh, yeah, they you know like you could be in in the the crowd watching a show and you could look over next to you and somebody would be on their blanket just going at it. Damn, they didn't care. Did you see? I mean. One of the things about Woodstock 99 that we've we've learned is that there really were very little reports of like violence as far as like fights go or like, like you know like like violent assaults. I mean there was tons of sexual assaults that were reported, but as far as like fighting, I mean it was any did you see any drunken brawls or anything like that while you're walking around? I, I didn't see any brawls. I didn't see any violence. Um, you know, obviously some of the pictures you see them burning the wall and right. Well, that's, uh, that's, you know, uh, they burnt different. a car, but I, <laughs> we, we left Sunday morning. We had no interest in anybody. I believe that was playing on Sunday and I don't remember all the details, but I think <laughs> we had to get back for some reason, possibly. So, so did, now yeah. you have pictures of the wall. Yes. So th this these are great photos. Uh, it's kind of like a timeline. You have like one photo of the wall still up, and then one where it's kind of halfway down, and people are kind of crawling on it, and then you have one where it's completely knocked over. And uh, the pictures are amazing because you can just see how big the wall is. So you're like, this is not an easy not thing an easy to thing. do to take this down. And then there's also like these gigantic, like concrete blocks. That's what was weighing that, it. Yeah. That was yeah. looked like it was weighing it down. So, I mean like the thing had to weigh a ton. Uh, what day was that? Was that Saturday, I guess? Uh, yes, I believe that was Saturday. Yeah. God. So that stuff was happening. They, before they, all the they crazy were, shit. yeah, they were uh, people were that didn't have tickets were trying to find ways in. So I'm pretty sure that they, they probably had power tools trying to cut through that thing. Fuck. In fact, uh, the, Lance, Lance brought home, they brought home a four by four sheet of it. Oh my God. Right. Yeah. There's a picture yeah. of, I guess, is that Lance That's holding Lance. it? Yeah. yeah. It's Lance and Kevin. Like it's like, like the, the prize, the kill. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. The, the they were sponsored by Ace that. Hardware. Yeah. yeah they worship <laughs> that uh, sheet of plywood. Yeah, like, so yeah. that's one thing, Ryan, you found on eBay, like pieces of that wall. You know how much someone was selling a piece of the wall for? Way smaller than that one. How, how much? 3500 bucks. Oh, really? I yeah. mean, no one's going to bite. I didn't. Okay, if I didn't yeah. buy it, no yeah. one's buying it, first yeah. of all. I bought more fucking Woodstock shit than anyone that went. But then <laughs> your, uh, <laughs> your friend Lance, you said he would give pieces of the wall to friends for Christmas or something? Um, well, he divided it between the ones that went. Mm -hmm. I'm sure he still has some. I I only found the pictures. Um, I didn't find any of the any of the wall, but 
Oh my god! It's like I'm on. It, a, it's like it I'm on made a it back to Atlanta. This is like my. Uh, this is like the elusive wall. Like I'm like I heard there was parts of it in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. like, like I know a guy in Philly's got a piece. It's like where's Waldo? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to put it together because I don't know if you knew this, what the hell but is? at the at the time because you saw how like the wall was painted and it was all done by local artists and and school kids and stuff. But at the time that that was a, like up, it broke the world record for the world's largest painted mural. Didn't know that. Yeah. I okay. don't think anybody cared there. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, speaking of not caring, so there was so much other stuff to do at Woodstock. There was like a skate park. There was, you know, all body painting stands and all. There said so there was a cyber technology park, and they had a movie theater that was playing movies all day. Did you like walk the grounds and see any just like weird kind of why the fuck would anyone do this stuff here? Um, we must have avoided all that. Yeah, we were, I mean, we were, we were there guy. to yeah. see bands. Uh, I made it a point to see Everclear. So, you know, some people might not like Everclear, no, but I was it? like, Hey, I'm here. I'm going to no, check we, this we, out. You know, we were pretty rough on them uh, on our episode, <laughs> particularly. I don't know why. I think we were just having a bad day, but, uh, watching it sense like, yeah, no, this is good. And they bring everyone up on stage. And our other guy that we had on Andy, he fucking, like loved it. That was his favorite set of the whole weekend. So no, we Ever- had a lot of reports of it being a really yeah, good show. Yeah, we yeah. just the, uh, the results are yeah. in. Everclear yeah. was sick. Uh, yeah. Did Did you hang out for the whole set when they brought everyone up and there was like yes. naked people and shit on the stage? Yeah, I, I I watched that whole set. I I don't remember where we took off to after. I don't even remember the schedule. I don't even remember all the bands I saw. <laughs> so you saw you saw Rage. Did you see uh, Metallica? Yes. Okay. Uh, once we once it got into Metallica, uh, a big storm came in, and my roommate Damien he was like he was like, dude, we have to get the fuck out of here. Right. So basically, I was like, "All right, I've I I saw Metallica in like '87. Oh, oh shit. wow! The cult yeah. opened up for him on the Sonic Temple tour. Whoa! So uh, basically, I was like, "Okay, I'm good. Let's get the, let's get out of here." And the the crowd was so condensed. I basically just started shoving people out of the way and was like swimming through the crowd. <laughs> Damien, <laughs> like he's like a hundred pounds holding on to my backpack, running, trying to keep up with me as I'm just bulldozing through this crowd. <laughs> Wrecking ball. Yeah. So, so how, how did your campsite hold up? Uh, was it like, was it a safe haven yeah, uh, yeah. Was it a relief to get back at night, or was it like, oh. <laughs> yeah, we? I, I don't, you know, I, some some details are very foggy, and it was that long ago. But however, whatever ticket package we got included parking at an offsite spot, right? And we had plenty of room. We just set up the tent right next to the truck. We had other people that showed up, but it wasn't very crowded, and we had a good time. Nobody messed with us. Nice. Yeah. I mean, because people, I'm sure, were getting things taken from them, because as the festival went on, the tents started building up and building up and spilling onto the area where where the festival even was. But when you mention the storm, that makes me think of rain, which makes me think of the mud, as you called it, the shit river. Can you give me like a an evolution of the mud, the shit river, kind of how you saw it develop? Well, I, 
I really never saw it develop. It was like it happened overnight. And basically, we needed to get to the other side of that river of shit. <laughs> and, I, you know, I had sandals on. Oh, it was God. hot. I had, sh- you know, wearing shorts. And I was like, these idiots had already started throwing shit at each other like they were like it was mud <laughs> obviously they're idiots <laughs> and i was like i am not walking through this shit or near them to get to the other side we will walk but, all the way around <laughs> i don't care if we you know have to exit out of the park and all the way around and back in the other side. I am not going anywhere near so, that. So this is a good development because obviously if you listen to the show, you know that we found, uh, you know, they're, they're deemed the mud Nazis. The, the, the but, mud people. But now, there. but now there's like a little caveat to the, the shit Nazis. <laughs> yeah, well, they're all probably <laughs> glowing green. They probably work for the hazmat team in New York. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's specimens now. Oh my god! I mean, so when we're talking about Woodstock '99, and we're talking about the drug use and stuff. Did I mean? Did you see like some seriously like wrecked motherfuckers out there? Like where people some oh, there like, were some people puddled. trashed, laying everywhere. They were <laughs> passed out. <laughs> yeah, strewn about like um, bodies. Oh wait, actually, I wanted to go go back real quick. So yeah. in the the whole mud shit facilities. Uh, department, did, did you take a shower when you were there? No, I did not. Did it? Did that, anyone... that was one of the reasons for uh, <laughs> I know for leaving Sunday morning. I, I, I was my feet were dry and uh, they felt You're like grody. they were yeah. And I was like, man, I'm grungy and oh, uh, uh, I can it, only imagine. I, I was feeling rough <laughs> by that morning. <laughs> The after you, effects. Now, it's like, ugh. the showers, of course, like most people avoided those. Almost everyone we, we talked to. I we, think we, Andy took a shower maybe the first day. And then after that, it was like, uh-uh. We, we walked by the shower tents. And I, I want to say that I uh, sprayed my feet off. <laughs> um, but the as poop. far as uh, hanging out with any of that crowd, I was like, I'm just here to shower my feet and later guys <laughs> so what about the water did you drink any water while you were if there? it was bottled yeah <laughs> um in so, fact so in fact in, in, in fact we were sharing water because if i remember right they wouldn't let us bring anything from off-site in to drink or eat that's so, insane so basically we had to share from the you know vendor and like five dollars for a bottle of water, and we were kind of broke at the time. Yeah, but it's like it's either that or like die. <laughs> yeah, it was like, hey, we'll just share. You know, I've drank a beer behind you. It doesn't matter. Right. Oh man. Well, okay. So talking about the water and everything as you were there i mean obviously prices are gouged and yeah you weren't allowed to bring in your stuff were you sensing any kind of frustration from people that you could that you would have imagined would break down the way it did sunday night like were people pissed off like outwardly about that maybe but 
I I obviously had blinders on yeah. and I wasn't paying attention to anybody being pissed off. Yeah. And, I know. mean, what were your, what, I mean, what was your thought about like five dollar water? Uh, well, you know, I I knew it was quite high, but <laughs> you know, have you been to events recently where uh, Coors has cost you eleven dollars? Oh yeah, yeah. Li- any live nation, which is what I yeah. call water because that's how I drink it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's like water, baby. But going back really quick to the showers, if you have to go to the bathroom, I'm assuming at least once you had to. But uh, did you take a poop at Woodstock '99? I do not believe so. Uh, we didn't eat a whole lot. <laughs> In fact, the only thing I really remember eating was on the way back. I had my first steak, egg, and cheese bagel from McDonald's. They did yeah. not I, at that they time. They that did not have them in Atlanta oh. or Georgia. It's a regional oh. treat. Yeah, it's like the McCrib. So, but yes, they do have them still. <laughs> <laughs> the things you learn here at Podcast Night. Yes. Did, did you, okay, as you walked around, though, like, I mean, obviously the bathrooms are fucked to get to. So, like, I'm guessing people were just, like, probably peeing when they needed to because people were drinking a lot. Uh, beer at one point was cheaper than water. Uh, you didn't eat there. So, we, we've covered all, all of that stuff. I guess just like I mean, hit me with a highlight. Like, like what was your favorite set? Like, what was like like the fuck yes moment? Uh, man, I, I would say it would be Tom Morello for Rage Against the Machine. Uh, some of his solos, I, I I've listened to so many times, and then when you see how he actually plays on the, you, you know, they had a big screen on each side of the stage, and it was just amazing. I mean, he puts his hands together like butterflies and up and down the <laughs> the fretboard. And it's like, wow. Yeah. And it didn't hurt that I was tripping also. I was going to say, yeah, like talking about butterflies. Yep. He was having a good time. But I'll, I will <laughs> never forget that show. That was probably that and corn. Corn was. I mean that they yeah. they claim that that's the best show that they've ever played yeah. to this day. That like they say that in interviews all the time. Um, and actually, um, which one was it? Head? No, yeah, Head, uh, the guitar player. He was sober for a couple years before that because they were really bad into drugs, and he got sober. And then that night was so sick that he's like, "Fuck it, I'll let a little loose after this," and like ruined the next like four years of his life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Corn used to play the Masquerade here in Atlanta. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Jonathan Davis was like, when he sold out the Masquerade, he was like, he was like, "We're on to something." Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. Definitely. Well, also there was some bands from Atlanta that played Woodstock '99, but I'm guessing since you left on Sunday, I'm pretty sure that's yeah, I when think they, they both all... played. Well, Collective Soul and Seven Dust, but they both played on Sunday. Yeah. So didn't no yeah, interest out of, out of there. Um, but not I, you're not a Seven Dust fan. I mean, that kind of fits in. With uh, the... I, I have not seen Seven Dust. Uh, I have their music, and I do like them. Just. We it, had, it wasn't we enough had, to... Yeah, yeah, and we had reasons. I, I got in... I, I started liking Seven Dust later on. Right. So it just probably wasn't on my radar. And, 
you know, we, we had, we had a reason that I don't remember, but we had a reason <laughs> that we had to, to make it to back get, to, to get just a feeling there. deep in your bones. Like yeah. it's time to go. <laughs> yeah. So were you surprised when you heard about what was going on? Like, when do you remember hearing about like the fires and everything? Uh, well, when we got home, you know, everybody was like telling us about this and, and we were like, yeah, we were driving on the way home. We missed all that. <laughs> <laughs> but was it shocking at all? Were you like, oh, shit, that happened? Or were you like, yep, like, uh, that makes sense? It uh, did make sense. Uh, I, 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 I would have to say that it was at the point of very, very wild. So I knew that anything could happen. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Right. But... I, you know, like I said, I didn't see any violence, you know, when we were there. Right. I mean, did you see any of the kind of nastier stuff, like the the gropings and things like that? Like when a chick's on a guy's shoulders, people are reaching up, touching him. Did you see stuff like that go on? Um, I saw pictures of the rave. And <laughs> yeah, and there, it was it was wild. Sex going, sex everywhere. Um, there was a security guy that had like a, uh, like a dildo flashlight, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and was walking around the crowd. Yeah. Doing what? <laughs> what do you do with a dildo flashlight? Um, I mean, I... you light things up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay, again, the rave still the elusive rave. Right, no one, no one we've talked to went raver, to it. So no, 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 no one we've talked to went to it. Uh, no one saw. Well, no, Jenny Lescu went. Uh, yeah, God damn, we've been doing this for so fucking long, dude. We've done way too much Woodstock '99 stuff. But uh, yeah, no, it's an elusive thing. I, I don't know if you know that, but like that was the one part that wasn't uh, put on pay per view. Yeah. Uh, have you gone back and watched uh, there any were of these reasons sets? I'm sure they could oh, put it on pay-per-view. Right. <laughs> Kids are at home watching Scrambled Woodstock 99. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean if it had, you know, the uh, a triple X rating to it, I'm I'm sure that somebody has a video or something out there. Oh my god. Well, oh, you just yeah, haven't definitely. seen it yet. Well, we found that video of the uh I don't know I don't know how much of the the show you got to see, but we show a video of a drug deal happening at Woodstock 99 where a guys buying like crack rocks and 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 ecstasy pills and he's like, "Oh, we got the shamrocks." And it's like it just seems rampant. Like it was yeah. complete like everything seemed like it was out in the open there. Yeah. Um I really never saw anybody like selling crack, but I saw people <laughs> walking around with shirts you know that says you know i i have ecstasy or whatever <laughs> yeah Can whatever I get that they shirt? were selling I need that shirt whatever I need, they were selling it was on their shirt we're gonna start selling those shirts oh yeah <laughs> there was there was definitely some uh, so when you run out of something you just gonna like cross it off with a sharpie <laughs> right yeah just sharpie you it pick out something else up you're like oh and uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and dildo flashlights <laughs> yeah that was the rage that year. Oh, <laughs> that is fucking crazy. So, have you gone back and watched any of these videos of the sets? Because uh, they're all on YouTube, so you could go. Like, you, I mean, man, that would have been a fucking trip, actually, if we put, if we threw one of those on right before you came over. And yeah, you, I actually haven't. I'm gonna have to sit down and throw on some good old Woodstock '99 yeah, with the family. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 
You never know. I might be in one of the. You could be. Uh, yeah. Did yeah. you do any crowd surfing at all? Uh, no, I didn't do any crowd surfing. But I know when uh, during corn, we were c- real close. So we okay. had camera. They had cameras that were yeah. on wires going above the crowd mm-hmm. if i remember right and we were like right under one of those that's fucking crazy so, i can't believe you were close for that you're a madman oh yeah <laughs> oh i'm not scared so, of any so are you are you, like, are you <laughs> you went to woodstock so yeah um, first. are you a mosher or are you like were you just in the thick kind of swaying and keeping a float or were, were you actually throwing some bows um i, I honestly i really don't remember <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's also crazy because you mentioned that you were wearing sandals was that did you wear that the whole time like were you up close watching corn at woodstock 99 in sandals yes that's fucking yeah awesome. and, and if and going <laughs> by the way these going are back, fake legs <laughs> going back to your previous quest question i was wearing sandals so i can guarantee you i would not have been in a pit I would have probably have been like on the ring outside of the pit. Right. 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 Usually I'm the crowd control guy. I'm going to, if somebody comes into me, I'm just going to shove them right on back out. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, I know. Absolutely. But fuck, man, that's like, cause we, I mean, we show that video in, in our live show of corn playing. Cause when they open up with that song blind, I mean that on record could possibly be the craziest crowd I've ever seen in my life. It was gnarly. That oh man, so uh, so the wall. So you you saw the wall go go down. You took pictures of it. Like what was that like? Well, my roommate took the pictures. Okay, so you didn't see the wall come. No, down. no. Oh, I see. Okay, no, but I I, I saw it uh, when it was up. Um, you know, there were people trying to climb over it the whole weekend. There were people wanting to get in because they either didn't have money or didn't have tickets. So they were trying to get in any way they could. So did you see it once it was down? No. Like on okay. your way out. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. But do you remember so, anything about Rome, New York though? Like just the town? I mean, it did it, it obviously when you got there you you went into the concert but like on your way out where you're like, "Whoa, this I don't know because what we see when we watch videos is like all the Woodstock '99 people flowing into this small town, and it seems like yeah. it freaked everyone. Oh out. yeah, it was definitely a small town, and uh, going back to your previous question yeah. about the poop, okay. um, we did. We went to <laughs> <laughs> we went to we went to Burger King or something that was in in Rome. That poor and, bathroom. Yeah. Oh, that place was crowded. Yeah. Well, that's so- but it was better than the Porta John. So we we've gotten emails from people uh, that that went and they tell us their stories and that's so funny that you say that because like a lot, we've had like I think two or three now where they're like an after we left, we stopped at the McDonald's in town, and I took the biggest shit of my life. <laughs> and it's like, I was like, dude, the toilets in that town were taking a fucking beating. <laughs> like, Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> it was like punishment. <laughs> uh, dude, that, that's what hell is. Okay, guys, folks, if you fuck up in life, you will come back as a toilet at the Burger King. In <laughs> Rome, New, New York. In 1999, and Matt will come shit in you. <laughs> And I think, folks, <laughs> that might bring us to the end of this Survivor story. Matt, thank you so much for coming. It was fucking awesome that you brought those pictures. This has been 
amazing. We're going towards the end of our journey here. Uh, I'm truly, I wish, okay, if I could pick out anyone to go with, it probably would be between you and Tony B, but I feel like I'd be safer with you. <laughs> <laughs> it was a pleasure, guys. Amazing. Thank you so much, man. I'm Ryan Lichten. I've been here with Parks Miller. If you went to, worked at, or played Woodstock 99, contact us at podcast99official at gmail.com or at our Instagram at podcast99. Thanks, and we'll see you at Woodstock.